Hey all, I know we said we were getting back to Journey Under the Sea this week, but we had an awesome opportunity to do a special episode with a very cool, cool person, so that is what we did. One other note for the Americans in the audience, if you're listening to this the day it came out, if you can, and you haven't yet, please go vote today. Thank you. We love you all! Hi. Hi, I'm Matt Yule. Hi, I'm Chris Yule. Hi, I'm Harry Connor. Nailed hey! it! <laughs> well, this is Finish It! Uh, that was seamless. I sounded exactly like I'm a normal part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, everybody's going to be like, oh, I guess I this is prepared. just normal. Uh, we're the uh, Completionists Interactive Fictionist Fiction Podcast. That's right. Every page, every ending, every book, every body get excited because Harry is here joining us and we're going to do a special book this week, even though we said we were going to do that old book and we're never going to do Journey Under the Sea ever again because we're, we're doing something we're, special. <laughs> we're so never going back. We're never going back under the yeah, sea. Yeah, never going back to Journey Under the Sea. We have a very, very special guest. Um, we're super, super pumped Harry could join us. Uh, Harry is an amazing artist and writer and apparently a super rad uh, dungeon crawl creator. Um, and they have an awesome new book called Into the Dungeon. That is a choose-your-own-path book that uh, Matt and I have both been checking out, and we have way too much fun with, and we're going to be doing that book <laughs> yeah. today. So, hello, Harry. Hi, thank you for being here. Hi. <laughs> What's up? Not much. Oh, just not chilling. much over here in the States. Just very little <laughs> happening here. Nothing going on at the nah, moment. Nothing, no. Nothing America. to make everybody right. anxious and sad and scared. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, nothing at all. Um, we'd love to start off before we get into uh, the read of this awesome book uh, with a little bit, uh, a little segment we always do when we have a guest, and I'm going to play the jangle for it right now. <laughs> we got guests, and that's best. Let's do some quests. Shows. What's your That's right. Welcome, Harry, to What's Your Deal, where we ask you what's your deal. It's our <laughs> it's way of finding out about You were right. <laughs> it's a whole lot of jangle. Yeah, I've, um, I've only listened to like maybe 10 or 15 episodes at the very beginning, and yeah. the, the jangle quality has, has improved. Has it? That's oh, yeah. Time. So I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> wasn't expecting a whole jangle. It was very good. Yeah, we've been, we've been uh, perfecting the art form of the jangle over the past two years. That's Absolutely right. yeah, useless skill. You're nailing it. Thank you. Great. <laughs> uh, an important skill. Um, Harry, you are a uh, illustrator and an amazing writer. Can you tell us a bit about your new book, Into the Dungeon? Yeah, it was something that I did on Kickstarter in like 2018. And I feel like I was very excited about it. I was like, oh, I, I love this kind of book. Like, I'm very, I hadn't played them really since I was a kid, but um, I'm very into like any video game that has like branching narrative options. I'm so excited for like. And also just like D&D, which just feels like a slightly broader version of that. Because realistically, the person who's running the game has only so many options they can do. If you're like, <laughs> I run into the wilderness, it's like, that's great, but there's no quest for you there. Come back. <laughs> so um, I feel like doing lots of like, uh, you know, general like RPG stuff meant I was very excited for the idea of making this book. And there were some fantasy illustrators that I... No, and I really wanted to get on board, and they were very excited for it too. And I had no idea if anyone else in the world would want the book. And I was like, I guess we'll put it on Kickstarter. It'll have like a low call. 
And it funded like so fast. <laughs> it funded like so much faster than I expected. It was like a few hours in and I was like, it was just, the number was just ticking up. And I was initially like terrified instead of happy because I was just like, how we can, am I going to be able to fit these books in my house? <laughs> um, but obviously it was very cool and it was fine. And we like did get, I got 2000 books to my house and we posted them all out and it was fine. <laughs> Um, but I'm like very excited that since then it's been picked up by a publisher because now it's not just me like scrambling around <laughs> trying to fill orders. Yeah. It's like actually posted to people and all the books going to people in America are coming like from America instead of like from my house right. every single time someone orders it. Um, yeah. So for me, that's like super exciting. And so it came out um, September 29th in America and like two days ago. So oh, two days ago for now in the recording time. Right. <laughs> yeah. So like tw- 29th of October, I guess, in the UK and Europe. That's amazing. So. Congratulations. I'm I'm really glad it blew up because I think everybody should get their hands on this book because it's an absolute <laughs> delight. Um, what what do you, so wait, what do you, do? so you, you're like all of a sudden you have 2,000 book orders. What do you do? Where did you get the books <laughs> well, from? <I've> done- <laughs> I have done like Kickstarters before. Like the other thing that I do is comics, right, like okay, fantasy so comics. So I'd had like I've done Kickstarters where I had like three or four hundred books to post out. That was fine. That was no problem. It was just the scale uh, increase yeah. <laughs> that was the surprise. <laughs> so it's definitely like I would have my own shop and stuff. Like I know how to post like bulk orders and all sure, kinds of okay. stuff, but just like not at the same level exactly. And we also did a in the original Kickstarter. We were like, oh, if you pay an extra like five pound you also get like a pencil and a dice and an extra print and another extra print, another extra print. And it was like, almost everyone ordered that, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) So we were like trying to fit the dice in the book shape package. Oh, right. For every single one. It was fine. But um, yeah, you can just buy it on its own now. (laughs) You should have done like an inflatable dice or something that's like flat and then you just blow it up when you get it. I know. (laughs) Yeah, there was probably some stuff I could have done there. (laughs) That's incredible. That's so, that's so, so rad. And yeah, you've you've been doing a graphic novel for a while called Finding Home, right? Yeah, it's like, well, it's a webcomic and it's also a finding, like a, a graphic novel series. So I've now done three out of four of those books, That's um, awesome. which is exciting because it's just incredibly long to be cl- at cl- this close to the end of such a long project. It's like 600 yeah. pages long and wow. comics take so long to draw. If anything, writing stuff that's like in prose, like into the dungeon, is just like, it's so much faster. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Because I just wrote the book and then the book was like done. And, and I then- didn't have to also spend two years <laughs> drawing it. And it, I know because I hired a bunch of people that I really like to like illustrate it. It meant there's loads of stuff in it where it's like, oh, I'm not, I really like drawing monsters, but it's not like exactly my thing. I'll just hire someone I know who's like super yeah. good at drawing monsters. Whereas obviously if it's comic, you just have to be like, I guess that's what, what I'm into now. <laughs> I guess I have to do every bit of this because yeah. I've committed myself to this storyline. Um, that's that's awesome. And also, I wanted to ask about you. You did some art for the Adventure Zone game. Yeah, I did the art for the Adventure Zone game. Oh, that's amazing! Um, so they had there was like you know graphic designers and stuff as well, but the illustration stuff I've done, and I think that is you know I think COVID has caused some like shipping delays, but I think it's sure. out soon. Right? Yeah. Um, 
it was weird because it was like secret for a really really long time and all of my friends are like very 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 big fans of the adventure zone because i got and them all into like, it like years ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they'd be talking about it and i'd be like yeah i'm not really listening to it at the moment and they'd be like why and i could and i couldn't be like well because now it's work so it's stressful so i'm not listening to it <laughs> so i don't want to listen so to instead it i was just like yeah i guess it's just not a big deal i'm not, not thinking about it right now and in my spare time i was drawing like you know like 50 cards that are like really yeah. specific like deep, yeah. deep cuts from, from the show from, <laughs> that must have been fun so you were a fan of the of that podcast before you got that job yeah um i think that i actually was talking to together studios with the people who are making the game um before like about this game and they were like oh we want to do something that is they'd seen into the dungeon and they were like we want to do this game but it's like a storytelling game and so the like main character isn't featured in it and like that's exactly right. the thing that you kind of that, that's kind of the thing with into the dungeon is that you can't really draw it with the character in it because you want someone to feel like they're in the space yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. doing it so it means all of the like storytelling is like environmental storytelling like it would be in a video game right where you you find like oh oh there's this broken sword here what could it be <laughs> like um but i'm really into drawing like the like the front of into the dungeon is like a big oh it's amazing and it's so amazing my uh yeah i'm like was such a big nerd for that when i was a kid so i yeah. really wanted to do that so drawing all the like rooms and the objects and stuff i was really into and actually like that's why i think they wanted me for the game because they were like we need you to just do like a ton of objects <laughs> and like the place and everything so that the people can come in and bring their own characters to it so it's actually like weirdly very similar it's a really good so fit. cool and then we should say into in in into the dungeon you can make your own character to venture through the story and that's what we did for our reads that we have already done oh neat so yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that in a bit but it's such a neat so there's thing. like um yeah like we so there's like four characters that you can pick and the point of that is so that if you like don't have a dice and you just want to be like i just want to play the game just yeah. let me play the game <laughs> yeah. i don't want to draw my own character i don't want to come up with a name you can just do that and they've obviously all got like different they've got different stats so the different stats means that they will automatically if you've played all the characters they'll take you to different places um but we kind of also really like the idea that you can roll your own character just with like a regular dice because i think that's something that's really fun is you might have a character that has like two hit points yeah. <laughs> like three hit points i guess yeah. you know you like might have one that just happens to be like useless and it's like extremely <laughs> hard mode to get through yeah yeah, I love that. I Matt and I um always loved role playing games when we were kids, but we'd never played them because you need more than two people to do that. So we just spent <laughs> hours we just spent hours yeah, rolling completely. characters. Yeah, we just rolled characters. <laughs> read the it. books, Aww. read everything. Never played. I feel like the um the books that I read when I was a kid were not the Chisco ones, they were like fantasy flight one yeah. so they were there was the books that i read were like all dice rolling and i was uh -huh. like eight years old and i didn't have any friends who were into this stuff so they would just be like oh roll this many dice and i'd be like well i don't have a dice so i guess <laughs> yeah. i'll just move through to the next page and i feel like i was maybe too young to be playing them so i would just die like absolutely all of the time <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty so, mean they're um, pretty brutal books they're tough that's how i remember them but yeah. because i haven't really revisited them because i didn't want to read them right before writing my own sure um because i didn't want to be like influenced by a mm. bunch i think maybe if i did another one i would read like a ton of different stuff but yeah um 
so I can't, I don't actually know if they were hard. But I remember them being really hard. So I feel like I was writing this being like, I want this to be the opposite. That like, if you can't be bothered with that and you want to do an easy version, like you can just do it. Even the beginning is like, I think the beginning of real books are like, you have to do this. You have to follow the page thing. And I feel like we maybe put at the beginning of Into the Dungeon, like, yeah, just write down the page number. Just go back if you want to. Like, don't worry about it. I'm yeah. not your boss. <laughs> just play Great. the game. <laughs> yeah, the whole book has, there is like definitely like a lightness to it, even though this dungeon is full of a dangers and horrors uh <laughs> there is just like a real great sense of fun from the very beginning it's all it's all so very easy and like the little the rules that there are are laid out so quickly and so succinctly it's 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 just a fun thing to jump into um Thanks. well man this is very exciting so why don't matt do you want to talk about we can talk about our little personal reads just a little bit before we yeah dive in? we won't give too much away because we're going to read it now and we're going to yeah. use one of the pre-rolled characters i think i think we want to do the we're going to be the bard yeah we, we're ready for the low hit point challenge we feel like yeah, we we've done it. it we're gonna be down mill and it's gonna be awesome we're gonna cruise um, by on our charisma that's right so for my for my read i played a character that i want to play in a D game that a friend of ours keeps threatening to set up uh and the <laughs> character is randolph and he is a wizard and randolph so our friend brown, said right randolph the brown yeah he's got brown yeah. beard brown hair and he wears brown so he's randolph the brown um uh so yeah so and our friend said we're gonna play high level characters so i was like okay well i'm gonna write a little story for each level before so everybody knows the story of randolph and how he got to where he is and now i'm definitely using my adventure into the dungeon as one of his stories as how i i did i will say i did lose a finger i did give a guy a finger what <laughs> so that's canon now randolph is down so in now there. you're down a finger in canon uh i'm so honored to have been able to like feed into the character <laughs> it was really fun i, I, I did amazing. die so then i was like well randolph can't die so i'll just go back a page and then see if i can get out of the dungeon yeah. and i did it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> that's awesome what did you do chris oh so my my skills were my my high stats were intelligence and i was gonna do charisma but then i was like nobody likes randolph so then i changed it to dexterity nice so i think i had a six for mm -hmm. intelligence and a three for dexterity and the others were one so i was i, I was feel like i should i should point out that it's out of six it's like a six-sided dice yeah yeah so yeah it's a good yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good yeah yeah six was roll. good one bad but that's fine what would you do chris <laughs> Uh, I actually played it with my uh, my six year old daughter. We went through it together, and I had her make all the choices and stuff. Uh, and she loved the illustrations. By the way, she was obsessed with the cover. She looked at it for a very very long time. She actually didn't see it until oh. ac after we had read it. We did we read it, and then she went back and she said, "Whoa, that's the dungeon we were in." And then she looked at the whole thing for a really long time. Yeah, oh. I feel like I tried to draw it in a way that wasn't like a total spoiler, so you yeah. couldn't just like investigate the cover and then be like, "Oh, that's I'll go the that way." Is. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I saw the cover. I was like, that, I'm like. Yeah, I wanted to be so. If you looked at it though, you could be like, "Oh, maybe this is this door, or this is this thing." Yeah, it's cool to recognize the rooms that you're actually in. It's 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 very very fun. But uh, yeah, so she, I had her create the character. Uh, the character is named Ella, and um, <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! And she's got she wears uh, my daughter's favorite shorts and a t-shirt, and she has a purse that has all of her exploring gear and also a puppy. Nice. in it named pup just so to be clear for, for people listening chris just held up the uh the character sheet that comes with the book right and yeah showed the illustration of of his six-year-old daughter's pup. character yeah yeah, yeah. It's very um good. 
And uh, I like love hearing about people playing with their kids because I feel like I wrote it being like, I would find this fun. And then later I was like, oh, also you could play it with children. So when I hear from people who have, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I really want to hear about it. Yeah, it was it was very, very fun. She had a really good time with it. Um, she decided that Ella is a uh, desert explorer and archaeologist. So that's nice. like, I guess our goal was mostly just to find ruins and stuff, which we nailed that oh, cool. <laughs> but uh did you survive uh we survived yeah and that's the only thing we did because <laughs> she my my daughter's a little bit of a scaredy cat in in regards to media <laughs> so every single choice she was definitely like okay what's the safest what's the way out yeah. of here so the whole time she was like can we go back up the staircase that we went down to get down into this dungeon and i was like well no we yeah. gotta kind of keep exploring a little bit so we actually did manage to survive um with oh, three cool. with three hit points left, uh, we did find a torch, which was cool. And we made friends with a uh, a little creature who I absolutely love, <laughs> and that was really fun. I and she got a real kick out of really that. Loves that creature. <laughs> yeah, that creature's awesome. She at first she was real freaked out by it. She's like, "We got to go back." And I was like, "Well, if we we can also try talking to it." And she's like, "Okay." And it paid <laughs> off. It was great. It was delightful. It was very very fun. That's so good. Yeah, I feel like it's another thing is that I, maybe it probably happens sometimes, but I. I've been trying, I really tried to go through it so that you're not just doing the left and right corridor thing. Yeah. <laughs> so that it's like the left corridor, which is dangerous. <laughs> so that every time if you're like, if you're about to die, it'll be really satisfying. I think for me, when I'm making those sort of decisions in like a game, I really like to be like, I take the dangerous option so that if I meet a horrible fate, I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> like I, it was deliberate. I chose that for myself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> to have some agency. I like that. Yeah, no, I was really yeah. surprised by the variety of choices. It wasn't always just like two choices. And there's a lot of different, you can find items and that can inform how you can interact with something later or the, depending on what character you have or your your stats, it changes lots of stuff. I don't know. It's really cool. We'll get, we'll, we'll, but we'll experience that as we start our read. Yeah. Um, which, should we do that? Yeah, I think that's what we're doing now. Okay. Um, now, Matt did write a jangle. Oh, I did write a jangle the for the book. It's a jangle for the so book. You're welcome to use this for nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> there's no other context. Probably nothing you could actually <laughs> use it, but, but. I'll just sing it to people when I hold the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll play that. into the dungeon, because I belong there. It's where I need to be. Down in the dungeon. I can I like confidently that. say it's the best song that's ever been written about my work. Thank you. And also <laughs> the worst one. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah, Matt has an ability to write songs that are the best and the worst. 
at the same mm. time. Not quite sure mm-hmm. how he does that. I think that's better than lukewarm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Right, do something. Right. <laughs> um, all right, let's dive in into yeah. the dungeon. So let's uh, talk about read... our character real quick before we get in there. Dalamil is the singer. Oh yeah, yeah. Should we health talk about the difference? Pretty low. Health is a three roll sure. on a six sided die. So a health of six means we're gonna have we're gonna we're gonna have to be smart and, and careful. Yeah. Strength of one. This is a one roll of a six sided die. So strength of one is quite low. Dexterity four. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Dexterity. Charisma five. That's what's that's up. Right. That's what I'm we're excited gonna, about. We're gonna be leaning on that the whole time. Intelligence, <laughs> intelligence one. So that's one. not great, but we probably won't need that. But Dalamil has fallen into gambling debt. So we are seeking an easy path to riches and fortune. That's and we have some banging clothes. Yeah, we do. That's a sweet, sweet, sweet outfit. We look like very, very fancy. Mm-hmm. And it's an intelligence of one thing to think that this is going to be an easy way to find riches. I think. Yeah, and Dalamil is the the singer. There's also lo- is it Locke or Loke? What would you say? I actually don't know. I think it's a Vietnamese name. All of the names oh, okay. are taken hmm. from my my little brother's when he graduated. <laughs> Yeah. I was like already start. I'd already started writing the book in my head, and it was something that was like on the back burner. And I don't know if you get this in America, but when people graduate, there's this like huge pamphlet of like every single name of everyone graduating. Oh, sure. So all yeah, the yeah. names are taken from people who graduated in the same year <laughs> as my brother. Because I was like, Whoa. I was there to support him, but I was also looking at it, being like, that's a good hmm. name. I'll file that Whoa. away. <laughs> so there's a Dalamil and a Xenophon. Yeah, there were a that's lot amazing. of names. That's amazing. Some serious <laughs> names. Yeah, Xenophon yeah. is the scholar. Cool. Uh Anir probably is the soldier. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but we're going we're going singer. But these are very cool little pre-rolled characters, and each one has an awesome illustration, and I love it. And a backstory, and that makes it more fun. You get to role play in a in a in a book. You yeah, pretend so, stuff that's not in there. That's the best part. So not we're looking for really easy, easy riches, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. We'll and we gotta not mind. get hurt <laughs> i've got i've got some dice and a pencil i'm ready to roll nice all right <laughs> i'm gonna read this this first page to get everybody into the mood yeah uh the entrance i also i'm sorry i also just love that each of these pages ha- pages has like a little title for the page or the like chapter heading i just think that's rad it was good for me because it meant i could keep track of like what yeah is going on like, yeah, it's like a headline each each little event has a headline i don't know i like it and also- actually when i start like when i went begin with they had really boring names because it was me trying to figure out i I didn't draw a map because it was like my first i was just really excited about it so i just did it first and at the end i was like oh i need to figure out what i'm doing so to begin with it was called like basement floor one sure yeah yeah. and i went back through being like oh encounter with an ancient cool name I'm glad you like them. <laughs> it's also good. really nice. Like, we have a PDF version that we've been looking at, and everything fits on one page, which is cool, because if you get, like, in most other interactive fiction books, you buy them digitally, it's the stuff oh, gets split up, so they yeah. put a, essentially well, a little chapter title that is the previous page number that you would turn to. So this it's just nice structured. I actually think the publisher did a – they've done, like, a Kindle version. Oh, nice. Or instead of instead of clicking each, because you can't make the text bigger and smaller, right? Right. But it means that instead of it being like, turn to page this, you just like click, click the link. Click it. Yes. And oh, then it just I takes you there, that. which is so cool. So and I didn't have to do it. That's yeah, you didn't have to do it. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, All right, the entrance. This is the place. Here at the yes. edge of the moors stand the last ruins of what was once a castle. Huge stone blocks trace out the rooms, and spiral staircases crumble upward to nowhere. Moss and cow parsley and clover carpet the rooms and creep up the old walls everywhere but one last doorway. The stone arch stands intact and free of ivy and lichen. Is it lichen? Lichen? Lichen. 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 lichen here. That coat the other stones. I don't know what it is in America. <laughs> we just don't use that word in America. We've never seen it before here. Yeah, we call it. Oh, okay, we cool. just call it green gunk. 
<laughs> you could tell me anything and I'd be like, yeah, it's probably what it's like in America. <laughs> yeah, it sounds right. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the arch is free of ivy and lichen and uh, that coat the other stones as if, on- as if only the rain dare touch it. Nice. Um, so this is, yeah, this is our first, this is where we found the old ruins and there's a... Um, there's this arch and a pathway and the stairs that go down into a dark passage. And I like this part. Uh, you see a distant light somewhere in the dark of the passage, and it suddenly seems terribly inviting. This is where my child started to get nervous. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but like the good nervous, you know? Now. No, no, it's the good nervous. Like, like you know, the excited kind of like when something scares you a little bit when you're a kid. So... Uh, we take a we take our, our our take a breath and head down into the darkness, and it widens out into a room with uh, faint flickering torches. We turn to page ten, and I am I am doing a lot of paraphrasing. So if you're like that's weird writing, that's just me talking. Yeah, that's Chris bad okay. talking. <laughs> yeah, every single bit of bad writing, that's the paraphrase stuff. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah, it. Absolutely. <laughs> And now we're in the storeroom. There's sacks and boxes. Y'all know, you know, y'all know what a storeroom is. There's a smell of rot, um, but it looks a little newer than the castle above, which seems very, very old. Now, so okay, we have a heavy wooden door with gleaming brass bolts and inlays on the left, and at the end of the room, another passage downwards. So we can either search the storeroom, examine the heavy door, or continue downward. Matt, what do you, what do you want to do? I can't imagine not searching the storeroom, like being a person and reading this book and not searching the store. Did you guys skip it when you read it? Yeah, Chris? my kid was like, I don't care about a storeroom. I can see it. I can see it. Look, there's bottles, barrels, a broom. I'm good. <laughs> good. It's all there. I see. Um, did you search but, it, Matt? Yeah, I did search it. Okay. It was great. But would we, with an intelligence of one, even bother? Or are we off to find treasures? I feel like we're probably, with we're, our intelligence is so very low, we would just be like, oh, I just see a broom. I'm going to keep walking. Yeah, might <laughs> take the broom. Um, should we do the heavy door or continue downward? I'm leaning towards continue downward. I'm, I would also like to continue downward. Let's get to it. We got to find riches. Okay, because we actually, I, uh, my my kid and I did check out the door, and we had some crazy adventures that way. Yeah, same so here. I do it recommend good. it, but we can we'll trust the different this time. Oh, okay. You got some sneaky loops in here and stuff. Okay, the dark passage <laughs> downward. You continue down the steps that lead away from the storeroom, noticing rubble here and there that must have once been doorways now collapsed and impassable. Um. So we're walking down the steps, and suddenly our foot hits the next step and finds studded metal that presses down with our weight. We pause. Uh-oh. Uh, the foot is, our foot's still on the step. So we've activated some sort of, it seems like maybe a booby trap or something. Oh, yeah. And we're just kind of standing still on it, which my instinct would be just stay there forever, but that's not one of the options. Yeah, I wish it was one of the options. <laughs> like, just move in. Like, this is you where I live now. now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but the op- actual options are lift, uh, lift your foot, but wait before descending. Continue walking as normal, or run down the rest of the stairs. <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> I mean, my stats aren't that different from from our character right now. My right? my guy had a lot more hit points, and I did the bad thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, which which thing did you do? Oh, I thought running was the way to go. Yeah, we also stairs. ran down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is what I, I would have done it in really real life. Difficult. To like watch people playing. I imagine <laughs> I find it like <laughs> like all I'm thinking about is like this character has six hit points. I can think of like ten ways that you could yeah. die like right away. Right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying not to make like any faces because you can see my face. <laughs> Trying well, to in the, in the interest <laughs> of playing this game book the way I played these game books in the past, uh yeah. we will definitely cheat if we accidentally die. <laughs> yeah, we'll cheat yeah, a little okay, bit. Cool. Just forget to write <laughs> down the hit points that we lost there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, maybe I was fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's not run since we did that. Do you want to just keep just keep 
Dalamil walking down the stairs like nothing happened, or do you want to? Yeah, let's to, walk uh, like nothing weird has happened going. at all. Yeah. <laughs> weird. Just like, which is kind of like we're willing it to not be a trap, right? We're just like, I'm going to just keep acting like I'm walking down the stairs and yeah, they're normal I've stepped stairs. on a button. I can't unstep on the button. <laughs> Let's just pretend it never happened. All right. We continue okay. downward. We hear a thumping and scraping coming from the room below. And when we round the corner, see a sliver of light and glimpse a stone room lined with cages. Uh-oh. I don't I don't like this room. The bars have been raised, <laughs> leaving the doors open, and a huge beast paces the room. Okay. All right. So there's a very large beast, and the, the illustration of the beast spooks me out for sure. Wow, there's <laughs> arrows like all over oh, that Oh, there's beast. so many arrows in it. Man. The beast drawing is Letty Wilson. I don't know if you've heard of it, but there's like a RPG that was just on Kickstarter called Wonder Home. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pretty popular. So Letty did illustrations for that as well. And also Letty just does like a ton of really, like really good monster drawings, but also quite weird ones, Mm -hmm. which I really love because it means I would send like some art and I'd be like, I'll just draw a beast or whatever. Um, and she would come back with like the most interesting thing, like something I would like never have thought of, like really weird looking creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, like just really kind of like, really kind of like dis- discomforting because you, you're like, what am I looking at? Why does it make me so uncomfortable? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really That's great. That's so good about them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the illustrations, all the illustrators you have working on this together, all their different styles work together so well. And it's really, really neat. Yeah. Yeah. They're all like people I know from comics and illustration, really, which means that um, it's, it was kind of great. It means I could like pick them to do exactly what I thought they'd be good at, mm-hmm. including Felix, who I stuck with like um, all the illustrations of doors. I was like, <laughs> this isn't going to be exciting, but you're like really good at drawing like inanimate objects. So are you good to do this corridor? Oh, what's, what's in the corridor? No, this one's just blank. Don't worry about just it. Just corridor. <laughs> Um, All right. So do we decide to fight the beast or do we focus on getting to the door on the other side of the room? Now, we do have a strength of one. Yeah, okay. (laughs) So I feel like fighting might not be the smartest choice, but we also have an intelligence of one. So would we make the smart choice? (laughs) Well, our dexterity is high, so we're probably used to using that to get out of goofs. So yeah, so rush. Let's try to get to so, the door on yeah. the other side of the room. I think we can make it. What is our yeah, dexterity? That... F- four, or five, four, five, four, four. Yeah, mm, yeah. Okay, that feels good. Yeah. So wait. Oh, wait, look at this beautiful right door. Wait, wait. I'm not there. It's an amazing don't, illustration don't of a door. Don't page spoil 45. the door. You're spoiling the door. I can't remember which one that is. It's got lots of stuff on it. It looks really cool. Oh, this is "Get to the Door" is the title. Oh, it's oh, it's just a. It's just got like some That's major awesome. iron-looking locks on it, like the doot doot ones. I can't remember whose door that is. Classic it's dungeon really nice. door. It's yeah, Could it's kind me. of a classic dungeon door. It's lovely. <laughs> okay, okay. The doors in this book are great. That's my point. Yep, good doors. All right, Get to the door. I... Okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. If your dexterity is five or above, or Whoops. if your dexterity is four or below. We fall into the four or below camp. But the if our dexterity bites... had been five or above, we would have slipped under his belly. But nope. The beast bites at your leg as you try to dart around its side, and its teeth find the mark. Dang. Three points of damage, which is oh, half dear. our health. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Bad. <laughs> One exciting thing is that I can't remember the exact numbers on it. So I'm like, every time something happens, I'm like, I have no idea is if it's it? it or not. <laughs> Um, okay, so All we right. limp, but we make it to the door and we slam it behind us before the beast can reach us. Yes, uh, the beast is trying to get get through that door, but it can't break through. 
because it's a dang good door. Yeah. Um, so breathing hard, you you turn your attention to the next room. Turn to page 11. All right. The room of doors. Oh, we saw this in our other readings. I like it a lot. Yeah. It's a very good room with very cool looking doors. Yes, I made Felix do that. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. It's excellent. <laughs> uh, all right. So the room is lit by wall-mounted torches burning with a strangely steady fire. You, you realize you could easily take a torch. Do we take one of the torches, Matt? Yeah, we might as well take a torch. It says uh, a if torch. we end up fighting a monster, we'll have to drop it. But I can't imagine that we're going to attempt to fight any more monsters. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. I'm going to write that in my pockets section All right, of good my idea. character sheet. Torch. Strangely steady torch. that torch and stick it in the pocket. Yeah. I like that the other option is leave the torches well alone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we notice two strange doors on each side of the room and a staircase that continues downward at the far end of the room. So there's a blackened wooden door, an mm-hmm. ornate golden door, a round metal door, and a tall plain door. When I got to this page, I, I was so happy. Yeah. So I was like, there's so <laughs> much possibility in this book. <laughs> there's so many places to go. Um, tall plain door, round metal door, golden door, blackened wooden door, or the staircase downward. I restrain myself to going through two of these doors in my read. Oh, I did, man. The, I didn't, the I didn't, we plane. didn't go through any of them because my daughter was like, mm, doors, <laughs> sounds risky. <laughs> but then you did survive, so she was right. I yeah, guess. right? She's yeah. onto something. We didn't, we didn't make it out with any treasure at all. We oh. did survive, and that's and I so you that a win. you haven't picked any of these doors. So you must no. be, you must have been thinking about this since you did your read. I have been. I've been really wondering. all these doors. Matt, I've been thinking one about the ones didn't I didn't do. Take. Um, you pick one. You pick the one you want the most, and I'll make a face about it. I didn't do all of. I only did a couple of them. Uh, round metal door. Oh, Matt's excited. <laughs> that's an excited face. <laughs> right. I didn't do round metal door. I'm very curious. I was real curious about it. Let's do round metal door then. All right, we like the looks of the round metal door. The vault. Oh yeah, that is like a Oh, that round sounds metal perfect. Door. It's like a vault. That's what we wanted was treasures. <laughs> the round door. Oh, we should have realized that. That a round door is a vault and that's where treasures would be. Man, okay. Round door is unlocked and swings inward easily, though you see it is thick and heavy as if the door to a vault. The room beyond is a great cave with sprawling pile of coins and treasures. Woo! And atop it a great creature is curled, the mm. likes of which you've seen only in stories. Uh-oh. I think it's sleeping, but as we step into the room, you see a huge eye crack open and hear a deep, winding voice like the wind through the trees. <laughs> Whoa. Do you want to do that, voice man? I heard... No, I don't. You just go ahead. <laughs> okay, the voice says, I heard your approach, small one. Your foot falls above. You have awoken me from my slumber. That's a light sleeper. And I do so hate to be disturbed. Tell me, what shall you do to appease me, to please me? Have you wits, or is your only use as a snack? We don't oh, have wits. We have charisma at the <laughs> wazoo, though. Oh, is that one of the th- the things? We have, yeah. Oh, so if we have a jeweled crown or silver candlestick, we don't. That is cool. Which makes my brain explode, though, because I'm like, we could have gotten one of those things. <laughs> I love we it. Could, it just makes me want to play it again. We could All run right. away, or we could fight the dragon, or if we have a charisma three or above, hey, 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 yes. we could tell the dragon a story. Well, that's we have to see. You know what? Story, I avoided right? the blackened door because I was like, there might be a monster in there. But now yeah. I realize the monster is in the door across the room from the blackened door, and maybe that's why that door is blackened from a dragon being what? across the hallway. That's totally it. I yes. always feel like that's something that I have no idea if anyone picks up on. That's so that's your, like, amazing. So clue. Good. I love that. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Right. I got to read again. I think that the in the PDF, if you go to the next page. I think it's like one of the only ones, but I think it's like a double spread. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, the dragon. Wow, that is such a cool illustration of a dragon. Yeah, so that's another light you draw yeah. with the dragon, where I was just like, do a dragon, but make it weird. And that's yeah. kind of and fun. It's just like off and like a little too much and a little too, it's just very, yeah, very creepy. 
Very disturbing. So cool. And so much treasure, though. We got to get some of this treasure. All right, so we're going to tell a story, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Because that's like our skill. Yeah. All right, feel good about this. Ooh, audience with an ancient. <laughs> uh, nervously, you begin to tell the dragon one of the old tales, but after a while, it flicks a clot. You irritated. Oh, that's not great. Nope. Um, do not tell me tales from the lost age, it says. Oh, duh. I know it far better than you, having lived through it myself. Tell me a tale I have not heard before. Oh, that's kind of right. Oh, you try again, this time telling a dragon, the dragon a somewhat embellished and more eventful version of your life's events and the circumstances that led you here to the dungeon, <laughs> concluding with your encounter with the beast above. A little lamely, you make some remark about hoping the story has a way to go yet. <laughs> uh, all right, so the dragon doesn't say anything. You're sweating bullets. I'm summing up, I'm summing up now a little bit. Uh, it's really hot in the room. Oh, you see something glowing ominously inside the creature itself. After some time, as if thinking on your fate, the dragon exhales with a huge, deep chuckle. Very well, small one. You may go and finish your tale and take one thing from my collection in case you make it from this place with your life. Oh, yes. sweet. We're the uh, best. So we grab something from close by. So we, we get to choose what we take. We can take a That's milky, so opalescent <laughs> hunk of rock. Um, I do like milky things. A small glittering topaz. A bundle of fine silken clothes. That feels pretty on brand for Yeah, that feels pretty good. Or a small pouch clinking with 20 gold pieces. I think Delamil knows that most of these treasures get some money, but I think he's looking at that clothes and is like, yeah, that's... I think he's digging the clothes. clothes. Yeah. And he's like, maybe I can sell um, my clothes. These are cool clothes. <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw, but like at the back of the book, there's like an achievement. Yeah. Thing. I love like that. Like you get in a video game. So one of them is the clothes. Yeah. So is it really? Yes. An achievement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's an, it's a, it's called achievement bingo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's like achievements like you would get for a video game, but so they're good. laid out in like a grid so you can try and get bingo. I think you probably have to do it more than once to actually get like four in a row or whatever. But it's also just so that you can like look at it and be like, oh, there's more stuff to do. Like, yeah. oh, I didn't know there was a bit with you could be in prison forever. That's cool. <laughs> I can yeah. look for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, like, one of them. Take one of money them is... from a skeleton. I like <laughs> yeah. kiss a dragon, a uh, dungeon creature. Kiss a dungeon creature. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I need to play this again. Yeah, yeah that was a very <laughs> fun thing to find at the back of the book. That was a really cool. That's a very cool idea. Is that did the uh, video game achievements? Is that where you got that idea? Just something like that. Yeah, That's yeah. So I feel like I like getting to the end of a video game and then finding all that stuff and being like, "Oh, I could have done this." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's yeah. also a, a tr- kind of a treasure tabulator. Like, how much did you make off of the treasure you found? And that kind of gives you a little addition to your ending of the story. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, "Wait, I could have found how much? What?" <laughs> <laughs> really good. All right, we're taking these fine silken clothes. You walk from the room smiling and thanking the thing graciously much more calmly than you Very feel. Very smart. And shutting the huge vault door behind you with a sigh of relief. Yes! And now we go back to uh, page 11, which is the room with all the doors, which is amazing. Well, like, should we keep um, some of these doors nice and secret for people to discover on their own? Have we had enough door adventures? Should we dig down into a dungeon? I mean, I kind of feel like we got lucky with that yeah, door and we, we should like just keep it. was moving. a very good use of charisma. There were more dangerous doors that you could have been through. So Yeah, I feel like we got real lucky with Dalamil and that's Dalamil's door. Let's just say that. Yeah. And now we can move on. Take our three points and go. Our three hit points and go home. So we'll head on down the staircase deeper into the dungeon. Yes. Just gotta find the page. Ah, the rough hewn stairway. Another awesome illustration. Yeah, even though like some of these illustrations are just like paths or passages, they're all really awesome to look at. They're so cool. They're so Again, so the, the stairway was just Felix. Yeah. Felix. <laughs> I'm like pretty good friends with Felix, so I, th- I hope that that's still like an intact friendship. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it looks awesome. Uh, so this is like a, a rougher stairway hewn from the rock, it says. Um, and now we find another network of rooms. Once upon searching, we find completely empty as if already plundered. Uh, there's coated in dust. Not much there. Uh, oh, there's a rotted chair. That's pretty cool. Uh, finding nothing of interest and certainly no treasures, you go down the central passage, eventually reaching a point where two rough-hewn corridors branch off left and right. Here's our left and right. Down the left corridor, you hear a chime and a clink as if of bells. To the right, you think you can make out the sound of muffled sobs ahead. The main passage continues down. Matt, do you have any uh, feelings or preferences on this? I'm all torn. I'm all torn up about it. Did you go to the chimes last time, Matt? I did. So did I. And it's delightful and wonderful, and probably one of my favorite things was yeah. down there, this creature that I mentioned before. Yeah. But I, I think maybe we let the people discover that for themselves and we try something else. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. We have a high charisma, like, I though, really which I didn't love have it. last time. <laughs> yeah, I really love it. But I can read it, this but... book again on my own. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I kind of want to leave leave that little chunk for people to discover. because it's Okay, but I kind of remember going right is dangerous from what we learned going left. So maybe this I mean, is right. a good time to take a moment yeah, and do a, a quiz moment. and relax a, quiz. a little bit. Let the tension break a bit here. Yeah, because I'm, I'm getting pretty tense. <laughs> I'm yeah. really tense for some reason. And it's like, I know exactly <laughs> what's there. <laughs> I know you can, you're just going to go back. So... <laughs> Because we do only have three hit points left. <laughs> so let's take good. a little break. It's a constant tension. <laughs> I bet that silken, I feel like the silken, fine silken clothes probably give us like an extra eight or eight or nine hit points. So Yeah, that could it be. Didn't, it's basically it didn't armor. specify that, but I think it's assumed. Yeah, I think if you can come up with a really good reason why you shouldn't die <laughs> I like when that. it comes up in the book, yeah. that's like, yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> if I was if I was like DMing the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's absolutely I'd be like, Oh, but you've explained it well. Yeah, you can that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. You're good. <laughs> we'll we'll awesome. eat a pair of fine silken socks and that will restore a few hit points. <laughs> Perfect. Does that work? Maybe that'll work. We'll see. All right. Let's uh let's do a quiz. Here we go. Oh. Uh it it. It's a game we play in the middle of the show. It's choose your own adventure or dot, dot, dot. All right. We got lucky this week. We've been doing quizzes as sent to us by uh, at the walking dog six. Thank you. At the walking dog six. Thank you very for much. For sending all these good quizzes. And there was one that we hadn't done yet. And it was choose your own adventure or classic D and D module, which is perfect for a dungeon themed episode. Episode. Neat. Harry, so, did you play? Have you played much D and D? Yeah, but not old. Only 5e pretty much. Yeah. And yeah gotcha. A lot of 5e that's like very flexible, yeah. <laughs> very, very, very like generous DM, very collaborative, <laughs> got right? a lot of their own rules, own world, yeah, for sure. Yeah, same here. I, I, we didn't, we didn't really play any of that when we were young when this stuff was a lot more hardcore. So I've never yeah. really experienced yes, that, me neither, but that was probably good because, again, I like the yeah. character that you picked is 100% like the character that I play in every DD game. It's like, yeah. I don't really want to fight. Do we have to fight? Can we just talk to them? <laughs> yeah. let's, just talk, let's just tell them a story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Absolutely love that. All right. Well, then this quiz will be a challenge for all of us, except for yeah. me, who is reading it to you. Yeah, Harry, you um, and I are going to work together. We're going to try and Yeah, you guys will do okay, a team cool. up. Are we allowed to confer? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Choose your own or classic D&D module. Horror on the Hill. I think that's a choose your own adventure. Um, I think that's a choose your own adventure. <laughs> I have no idea, but I want to play it. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's try it. Let's uh, let's try choose your own adventure. I'm gonna say, do we have more of the same answer? No, no, no. no, no you no. guys can. I'm both gonna, pick, I'm gonna pick the other one just because I can. <laughs> Harry wins. It's a D and D 
<sighs> module in which uh, you penetrate a cave or labyrinth, whoa, uh, which is a three-level dungeon, and there's a bunch of goblins and hobgoblins. Must be an early huh. one because that's pretty straightforward, huh? That's pretty straightforward, yeah. Horror on the hill. Uh, <laughs> the ta- the no wait, I'm gonna skip that one. Earthshaker, and there's an exclamation point if that matters. Earthshaker exclamation point. Yeah, that's gotta I be a know D&D. What it's about yeah, I don't know. I was gonna say it sounds like a book. Hmm. <laughs> I think there's one called Earthquake with an exclamation point, but I don't think there's one called Earthquake. Oh, okay. Insider knowledge. I yeah. can't imagine like what happens when if it's just called Earthshaker. <laughs> Is it like June? Like what's the Maybe it's I like a purple it worm, right? Like a giant uh... Right, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, I'm gonna All say right, so what are, what are we saying? I'm saying D D. I'm gonna say but it's be difficult. <laughs> It is a D&D module. Okay. <laughs> a humorous scenario regarding a giant mechanical war machine. And you got to try to... Well, it says run a dukedom. Uh, <laughs> that, that doesn't sound humorous at all. Yeah, I mean, the word dukedom is kind of funny. It's dry, but it's Oh, uh, there's a large piece of machinery and you're running a dukedom. What? Uh, yeah, I, it, yeah, it kind of jumps. <laughs> yeah, that's not super funny. I mean, the word dukedom is pretty funny sounding. But yeah, dukedom it. with an yeah. exclamation point. I'd play that. Yeah. Maybe that's the humor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, the Lost Jewels of Nabuti. Okay, I know for a fact that's a choose-your-own-adventure. <laughs> okay, I, I agree. <laughs> it, is, it is, in fact, a choose-your-own-adventure. Descent into the depths of the earth. Mm. These are all just alternate titles into the dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, like, a notepad somewhere where I've just, like, crossed them out. Uh... uh. uh... Mm, I think that's a D&D. Mm, I'm going to put book. <laughs> it is a D&D module. That one sounds pretty straightforward as well. Yeah, it, in it you go into a cave. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's actually the only thing you're allowed to write them about. It, it also when you're says, starting out, that's what you've got to do. <laughs> yeah. It also says that you battle various creatures, so there's that. Sure, okay. Oh, that's unique. The horror of High Ridge. Okay, see, I see. Okay, you did horror, horror on the hill. Mm. earlier and they that both, was D D. they sound like they should be like gothic novels or something <laughs> yeah. i thought that was going to be like a haunted house thing and it was like no it's also just a cave yeah it's <laughs> every time we say one of these titles somewhere guillermo del toro's ears perk up and he looks around and he feels <laughs> like he just walked through a cold part of the room yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think the horror of high ridge sorry i guys. think the other horror on the hill one was a D, so i think this one's a book yeah i think that's good logic yeah. Ding ding ding! Correct. It is in fact a book. We did. I don't know what happens in it. I think it's the one with the go- well, it's got ghosts. I remember. Yeah, that one has ghosts. Uh, the trumpet of terror. Oh, that's a choose. That's a choose your own adventure. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic. Yeah, I remember choose. that. You got to read that one. Is it just in? Are you like do you play in an orchestra? I think so. That would be amazing. Just a really bad time at band camp. I feel like the range of what a trumpet of terror could be about is so large. <laughs> That could be anything. <laughs> could be anything. I'm gonna ruin it for you. I think it's a, it's like a Greek gods thing, right? I thought it was Vikings. Or no, Vikings. It's a Viking. It's a oh, horn. It's like a one of horn things. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even a trumpet. Okay. Not even yeah. a trumpet. <laughs> I think yeah. the sound you make with the horn or seashell is the oh, trumpet. You, you trumpet. Uh, okay. Yeah, like an yeah. elephant. Okay. Give me a, okay, we're being nice to that book. <laughs> Mystery of the Snow Pearls. <laughs> It's such a good name. It's like all of them are like delightful. You say the name and I'm like, that's incredible. What's it about? Let me know about it. <laughs> that sounds like a euphemism for something. Um, I mean, it's got to be D&D. That's too weird. I'm going to say it's a book. 
It is, in fact, a D&D module in okay. which you must solve the riddles of an evil mage to get the magic pearl, which protects your village. Oh. That's the opposite of the trumpet one. That's exactly what I would have guessed it was about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the land beyond the magic mirror. Oh, no. That could go either way. Um... I'm going to say d and I'm going to say d and I think yeah. I've, I've got almost all of them wrong, which is quite exciting. <laughs> well, you both got it exactly correct. It is yeah. D&D, and it is all about plummeting into a strange partial plane. Sure. A partial plane. Partial plane. Okay. Where you meet the Jabberwock, the Bandersnatch, and the Walrus, and the Carpenter, and all those all those folks. And you oh. get, you're and involved a, in a giant game of chess. Yeah, 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 it's a plagiarism adventure. Yeah, it's a plagiarism, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Uh, no the mosh. magic of the unicorn. The magic of I the unicorn. I wouldn't want to play a D&D module all that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think maybe it's a book. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think I feel like really old classic D&D, like maybe that wouldn't have been the audience. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Because the old classic D&D is more hardcore, right? About like monsters. Yeah, and it's gore just and... like procedurally generated horrible monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah In yeah. my mind. I don't actually know because I haven't played it. So. Yeah, I feel like there was no, there was no whimsy or, or like joy. <laughs> no whimsy allowed, yeah. Geographical features and things that are different versions of Oblins. <laughs> Yeah, but so what are we saying? Everybody's saying choose? Yeah. Correct. It is a choose your own adventure uh, book. Woo! Great job. So uh, this will be the last one. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. The Secret of Bone Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to know the secret of Bone Hill. All of them are about haunted caves where you go through several levels killing goblins and they all kind of sound like an innuendo. That's every single yeah, one. Yeah, they're all really horny sounding. I guess that was part of the appeal as well. Yeah, maybe. The people who wrote it are just like, does it? Does it? I don't, I don't hear it. What were the other ones that sounded like hills? Uh, There's wh- horror on the forgotten. hill. Yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, it's a the, D&D module. Yeah, and they horror on the, the hill. The I'm gonna say, horror. I'm gonna say, book. Uh, it is in fact a D&D module. Oh, fair, fair. Yes. You you're in the Lind- Lindor Isles. Uh, and there's monster lairs, and you adventure in and out of the fishing port of Restenford, and there's okay. undead creatures. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you think that that name is supposed to mean something to you? Oh, my favorite location. <laughs> oh, I love that spot. I wouldn't mind a module that's just like the description of Bone Hill, like the history of Bone Hill, and it's just like, why is it called Bone Hill? Well, because when people moved here, all the trees were dead and looked like bones. You know, something like that. You'd be like, oh. So you want like it's a tour a, guide? like to get Yeah, it's like, like a local tourism. It's like a low fantasy tourism <laughs> module. Yeah. yeah, low fantasy. I love that. <laughs> low fantasy is terrific. You are the tour guide, but you're in a struggling town. You know, <laughs> people mostly go overseas now. <laughs> to keep the business alive. How do you spice Nobody's up the tour without sacrificing the integrity of the historical? Yeah, event? completely. And you get to the end, and the owner of the museum is really disappointed with you, or they're like a little disappointed, but you save the town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Ooh. the best win. That's the best win state. <laughs> That's the best you can possibly do. It's like the situation is still bleak, but you've got a it's few still, more years. It's still cuff, guff, but you, you bought yourself a couple more years. <laughs> Did we win fun. the quiz? Yeah, you guys both won the quiz, and yes. everybody got a thousand percent on the quiz. Yes, great, perfect. Yay! All right, now I feel a little more relaxed, and I'm ready for this adventure. Excellent. All right. <laughs> so we're so hearing we were a chiming this... bell noise down yeah. the left corridor. Somebody sobbing, sobbing down the right corridor. Right. Yeah. Or we could just go down the stairs and keep going down. I want to find out about the sobbing. 
I did so. I have a good feeling about it. I have a kind of feeling where uh, we're definitely going to die, but we'll see. Maybe we do a little cheating. I think we're going to definitely be just fine. Oh, I don't like this illustration oh, at all. Good, good <laughs> lord. You've gone on a tour. I was like, at the beginning, I was like, oh, Letty did all the really horrible monsters, and everything that you've done has been a choice towards one of the horrible monsters. <laughs> This is some small human-ish form, kind of curled up from behind, clearly It looks sobbing. like a child in a corner sobbing, except Maybe the child looks like it's little... made of Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely disturbing. Okay. okay. <laughs> curled up in the corner is the title here. The rough, dark passageway comes to an abrupt stop. Curled up in the corner, you think you can make out a child crying. Uh, if you're carrying a torch or have an intelligence of five or above, you can look more closely. We do have a torch, man. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's intriguing. The other options are try to help the child or return to the crossroads. Also tempting. Or, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Either go chiming or go go downward. Uh, okay. It'd be so, nice to be able to just lay down and stop. Yeah, can we just lay down and just give up? <laughs> I guess so. Just going off the tracks of the book, but just like, no, that's it. No, that's it. no I don't want to know. I'm going to well, breathe look, we have my the life torch. force. We have the torch. I think we got to use it. We got to use it. It's too fun to have actually have something that you can use. We made a mistake. So, let's turn. To, did we? <laughs> we turned to page eighty-eight. We'll look more carefully. I wish I hadn't looked more carefully. <laughs> it's oh boy, it's a whole lot from the front. Now we're seeing it from the front, and it's just a whole lot to take in. For a second, you think you see a slight ripple on what you assumed were the child's hunched legs. When you why bend would down we make to, assumptions like that in this creepy dungeon? <laughs> when you bend down to get a better look at their face, you sense something a little off. Yeah. Almost as if their eyes are in slightly the wrong place. Oh, as if pasted on slightly askew. One of the sobs, now you're listening closely, has the strange edge of a gurgle to it. Don't like it. Oh, boy. You see another ripple along their quote-unquote arm. You step back, <laughs> horror creeping into your mind. Something about their movements reminds you sickeningly of a snake poised to strike. You're not sure what you're looking at. One thing is certain. It is definitely not a child. That's how I feel about this. Yes. Okay, we have two choices. One is to draw your weapon, determined to fight the horror. Whoa. And the other is to return swiftly to the main passage passageway and continue downward. I am very tempted to fight the horror. I am tempted as well, but I know we will die. <laughs> we have a, let's see what we got. We got a strength of one. Not Dexter good. Our dexterity might help us out, though. I don't think so. Maybe we can dodge it to death. <laughs> Maybe we set our, our sword carefully on the ground and hope it falls on it. He's singing a little song. <laughs> I think we should run away and leave more powerful readers, certain listeners, to to find out what happens. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Phone. We'll just, you know, we'll say, I can see you're going through a whole thing. Yeah. Yes. We'll give also you your that space. you are a whole thing. <laughs> we'll just give you your space and head on back down. So we're going back out to the uh, main passageway and just going right on down, and we're just going to forget that that yeah. ever happened. No more There's definitely, like, more than one branch <laughs> if you did try and fight it, but absolutely all of them definitely would have killed that character. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that's Sorry, awesome. I guess spoiler no, that's alert. fun. Yeah, it would be fun though. There's a nice drawing. So there were you definitely a few me... things that I found that I thought would be like, oh, this is going to be an instant death, and there were just more branches uh, that happened a couple times when I was reading through it before, and that was that was very very fun. There's just there's a lot a of chance to run away. Yeah, that's my natural instinct. Personally, so. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, so All right. We get, so we get back down to the bottom of the passageway, and there's um, to a rough hewn ledge. 
lit by the same strange, steady light of the torch. Oh, now we don't have our torch anymore. Oh, wait, no, no, we didn't have to give up our torch to do that. Okay. Yeah, we still have our torch now, but now we can take a torch. We could have two torches. Um, which I'm scared. I wouldn't mind having two torches. And One it's good that we have a change of pants with us, actually. So, <laughs> uh, so hey, we have another. Obviously, yeah, we should take another torch. I'm gonna write another torch. We got two torches. All right, excellent. Double, we got double fists of torches. That's probably a bad phrase. Every every pocket is just a new <laughs> torches. They're all lit, and we're walking very slowly and carefully. <laughs> I think we should do a thing where we throw a torch like five feet ahead of us, right, so we can see what's up there, and then walk up to that, and then throw the other torch, <laughs> and then just keep. <laughs> Smart. Um, okay, so we see two doors ahead of us with the patterns with patterns and studs of dark shining metal. At the center, there's a carving of a skull of some kind of antelope, but with horns you've never seen before. That's the one on the left, and then the one on the right has a, a great flat skull, ridged and knobbled with rows of tiny teeth. Whoa! Kind maybe like a weird salamander or something. We yeah, don't it looks. Really sal- there's a good illustration. It looks salamandery. Yeah, like if salamander was. A nightmare being that would haunt you sure. in your yeah. sleep. Uh, so what do you think? Horned skull or salamander skull? I'm leaning towards salamander on account of having done hor- horned skull before. Okay, let's do it. I was I was yes. leaning towards horned skull because I was so scared of the illustration of salamander, but like, <laughs> I'm fine. Let's do it. Let's do salamander. Ooh, excellent. 80. Whoa, this is another very cool door. <laughs> this one has carved skeletons on it, three carved skeletons, and they look awesome. The riddle oh, door. <laughs> Felix is a door champ. Um, so we got a hallway well lit by torches, and we find this door covered in strange runes. <laughs> well lit by torches. We're like, mm. <laughs> we so, it's okay. Well lit by our torches. <laughs> <laughs> so the three... Well lit by torches, but not anymore. Just grabbing. <laughs> <laughs> We're like a porcupine, like a porcupine on fire. <laughs> As you approach, three skeletons carved into the door begin to shift and move slightly in the wood itself. And, they're, and they then open their mouths and begin to chatter excitedly in voices that sound like the creaking of a great ship. That's awesome. Awesome. Welcome, traveler. I was going to say that. So you have come all this way to challenge us, the Riddlers 3. I love Riddlers. <laughs> one of us only lies. Oh, okay. It's going to be one of these, Matt. One of us this only lies. Great. The other only tells the truth. The third sort of the third alternates. sort of in alternates in a pattern you must determine. <laughs> That's amazing. That's really funny. <laughs> The carved skeletons interrupt and talk over each other, trying to explain something about a bag of seed and turtle soup. Sure. (laughs) You have to listen carefully to get the gist of what they're talking about at all, which seems to be a rather confusing puzzle. All right. Well, this is going to be a mess. (laughs) (laughs) So if your intelligence is three or below... Something mm-hmm. happens if your intelligence is four is above. Uh-uh. You figured it out. So what's ours, Matt? It's our, a one. Our, yeah, our, a one. our intelligence is a yeah, one. Yeah, our intelligence is a one. <laughs> uh, we have very little interest <laughs> in their obscure ramblings and continue off down the corridor. <laughs> the door continues to squabble among itself, not even noticing you are gone, and you descend a long stairway and emerge into the wide space below. That's hilarious that's and i love it and the it's solution is very good too i'll leave that for people to read but that's a great solution to this tricky riddle it's gonna drive me crazy though to not know what's in that door. Yeah, i know i have to go back <laughs> all right so we're moving right on we haven't found a ton of treasure yet but we have these fine clothes and these we torches are probably clothes, worth that's something pretty good. 
Yeah, so people need torches. <laughs> so now we get to the cave, uh, a big cave far, far above you. Op- an opening ringed with greenery lets in a shaft of daylight. Uh, my kid was really excited about that. She's like, daylight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dust swirls in the air, and though an underground river rushes somewhere off to your left, the cave itself is cold and still. Um uh, we step forward, a small rock bounces off your toe and uh, plops into what you see is a dark pool of water that takes up most of the cave. You think you see something glistening down there, uh, and there's a tunnel leading away beneath the water. The water's really clear, and it's hard to tell how far down the pool goes, but you think diving for long enough to explore would take some strength, uh, which we have one strength. Uh, at the far end, you <laughs> see a small so, tunnel so. and hear the faint sound of wind blowing through and a hint of fresh air. Oh, uh, if you're carrying a torch, you can toss it over the water to try and get a quick, clear glimpse of what lies under the surface. We got two torches. Yeah, my instinct <laughs> is to hold on to both torches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? That, that's but, uh, like our, they're our greatest yeah. prizes. You'll need those once you're outside. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I am willing to toss a torch if, if you want to see what's going on. There's a bunch of options here, though. There's other things. See, we could leave our heavy armor and cloak at the water's edge and dive to explore the pool. Uh, or we can keep our armor and pocket full of gold and dive to explore the pool. <laughs> or we can skirt around the pool and make our way down the tunnel. You're ready to escape this place. Uh, my kid jumped on that one. Um, <laughs> so you want to... Dr- you want to... You you want to yeah, throw a torch? Yeah, I throw a torch. Definitely throw a torch. Because that's like our thing. We're like the torch guys. Yeah, the, the whole, yeah. <laughs> and we'll be known as the torch guys from here on out. And we're only throwing one. <laughs> uh, and this is rad. So we'll, we we throw the torch. Uh, we did. I did this page with my kid. We throw the torch, and it's really cool. But then when it goes in the water, guess what, Matt? It doesn't even go out. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like a magic torch. It turns like green and pale, but it's still burning bright, and it goes down to the bottom of the water. We clearly see a dark box half hidden mm. under the silt deep at the bottom of the pool and a tunnel extending away beneath the water to another cavern. Uh, at the bottom of the pool, you see cave fish skeletons, not rotted away from age, but eaten and torn into recently by sharp teeth. Um, but then we see a movement, a gaunt finned creature, a little larger than a person, swimming down to the torch. They move their head from side to side. They look at, they're looking at the light. They grab the torch. They take our torch back into, the, back into the tunnel until the light disappears. And, and, and so they swam away with our torch, which is kind of messed up. But you, we saw their pale eyes swivel. The spines of their hands and points of their teeth, and wonder whether more creatures occupy a deeper cavern. <laughs> so, again, I know exactly what I want to do. What escape? No, I want to get in the water with all our armor on, so we're safe. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good idea because if we if we take our armor off, then we're not very safe, right? Yeah, there's a guy down there. But armor protects us. That's right. Armor keeps us so safe. So we should keep the armor on, and we're not going to lose our pockets full of gold. Because come on. Yeah, I don't want to leave my all my fancy clothes behind either that we found, right? <laughs> That's but, right. It's okay if it so, gets Okay, so we're going to hold on to our fancy clothes and yeah. our armor. Our heavy And we're going to jump in the water. Clothes. Yes. Right? Okay. That's right. <laughs> all right, that's page 35. I feel like I feel good about this choice. <laughs> you know what? I will say it feels like a very Dalamil choice to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true to he's, he's None he of Dalamil's friends are going to be surprised about he this. Wants easy, he wants easy riches, right? <laughs> and, he, you know, he's not going to leave his finds behind. Mm-mm. A sinking feeling is the title of this one. <laughs> Seems okay. You try to swim out, but sl- on, you try to swim on, but slowly realize you may be sinking. You may be sinking. Your head feels very light now, and you desperately need to breathe. Dazed, mm. you look around in the blackness, but the dim light now seems the same in all directions, and you struggle to see which way leads to the surface. That's fair. Before you know what is happening, standing happened, at the bottom of the pool, <laughs> just in, looking around. In armor. <laughs> hmm. This doesn't Uh-oh. seem good. 
Uh, before you know what has happened, you've taken an involuntary breath. You feel cold water rush into your lungs, and the world seems to fade around you. Your final thought is how close you came to escaping this place before the darkness overcomes you. Your journey ends here. And I think that's because, you know what I think happened, Matt? What's that? Looking at it now. Yeah. I think the arm was probably pretty heavy. I think the armor was maybe and too maybe heavy. And maybe the stuff that we were carrying was that heavy. Stuff, yeah. and, we, and maybe that was too heavy to swim in. <laughs> if, we, if we had just left, maybe we would have sold our silken clothes. What do you say? It's an exciting we... character journey to find. <laughs> to just like not really find any treasure and get really close to the end. And then, oh no. I guess you still have your torch with the under the water. Yeah, well, our torch to, get, to keep remaining us company until, until we expire. What do you say, Matt? What do you say we cheat and we go back and just go out? No. The escape? No? Okay. No. Don't. You don't want to find out if those clothes are worth anything? Uh, yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> well, we could just look at the back and see what riches we could have had. Let's yeah, do I was that. already doing that. So, so, <laughs> so if we hadn't chosen to get in a pool of water in full yeah. armor, we probably maybe would have escaped. And when maybe. you escape, you get a cool little ending. And there's some endings that are like specific to the char- the pre-made characters yeah. if you do a certain thing. There's some endings that are specific to items, I think, too. Or, or yeah, a couple items have specific little endings uh-huh. or something really cool. Or, 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 or values, which is really cool. So there's all sorts of neat, fun stuff at the end. But I want to find out if that if those clothes are worth anything. Let's see. I think maybe they're not. They're not worth anything. You know what? You know what it is, <laughs> That's Matt? my recollection. Do you know what it is, Matt? You know what I realized? What? They're, they're just clothes. It's nice clothes. <laughs> it's like they're worth an achievement. Yeah, we got an achievement. I like in the Dalamilla well ending here. If you survive, it says if you play Dalamilla and survive the dungeon, your friends are shocked to see you emerge. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh man, and just just scrolling through here, there's so many illustrations so of insane cool. things that <laughs> we did not see happen. Let's see, and let's check our bingo. Okay, that's our last thing. We get to check yeah, our okay. achievement bingo. So let's see, you died. That's one. Got it. Easy. Okay, got it. Take money from a skeleton. No, we didn't do that. No. Didn't kill no, any creatures. No, didn't go no. down the river. We you went straight down increase? into a pond. Huh? A stat, a stat increase? increase? What? That's Did we awesome. get trapped in a dungeon forever? Probably not. We just not died forever. There. I mean, yeah. I mean, how do you define well, that? You know. Like our bar, <laughs> our body's there forever, but it will eventually <laughs> decompose. We explored underwater. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we went. I think underwater. there's like there's at least. Three. It said we looked around. We charmed a dungeon creature. Pretty oh, good. True. Oh, we did charm yeah. a dun- dungeon creature. That's good. Uh, we we find, you did successfully find... run from a dungeon creature. You took, That's took a true. lot of damage, but you did get away. We did get away. So. We found fine We ran clothes. from that little kid, that crying child that needed help. We ran from that dungeon creature. Yeah, we left that, that creature <laughs> alone. Is that the one you can kiss? No, don't tell me. Um... We just find the fine clothes, so that's pretty good. Oh, All right, man. so we did great is basically what we've decided. To <laughs> we did amazing. Yeah. That was uh, so fun, and it just opened up so many more things that I want to go back and find out what the heck happens if I do it. Ah, it's just a delight, and all, all the illustrations are so fun. So go buy it, everybody. Wait, yeah. where do they buy it? Uh, it's supposed to be like wherever, wherever books are sold. Mm-hmm. Hey. what I'm supposed to tell people. Amazing. But you can get it on like um, IndieBound. I nice. think it's nice. the place you get it in America. 
because um, you know maybe indie bookstores need your money more mm-hmm. than some other online retailers yeah so. yeah i think you might be onto something yeah uh, that's awesome okay everybody go do it right now we'll wait a couple of seconds you uh, actually finish that up. Right go ahead and use your credit card that's stored in your device and if you don't have one come on just what's the problem yeah just store it in your device everybody's gonna get it eventually anyway <laughs> All right, that should be enough time. Everybody should have uh, bought it, and you can just pause the podcast here until it comes in the mail and then uh, uh, play it again. Uh, Thank you, everybody, very, very much for listening. We usually, at the end of our podcast these days, uh, we like to do a very special thank you uh, to one randomly chosen listener. Uh, Harry, would you mind hanging out for for, for that? Yeah. All right, let's, let's, let's do it. Please our compliments you see and concrete are constructive criticism why have one without the other why that be no fun no fun Sure it's fun to get a compliment and not be criticized even a little bit But would we be better people if we got some constructive criticism with our compliments? It's complies and concrees. Okay, I need to come clean about something. I showed Uh-oh. you this illustration of from when me and my daughter played. Yeah, but I, right, I left yeah, some I purposeful vagaries about who did the drawing. <laughs> Was it me or my six-year-old daughter? And I just have to come clean and say that I am the one who did the drawing. Um, yeah. That looks like it was done by a six-year-old, and yes, I felt okay. like I wasn't being cool. honest, and I feel like I should be more. Is that honest. a robot arm, or is it a short arm holding a long torch? It's a short arm holding a long torch. Oh, I thought it was. I mean, a cool it's like kind of perspective. It really? like, it's not a short arm. It's like it's like this, you know. Let's say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I felt pretty good about the dog. Though. Yeah, I mean, you did have to write the word "pup" in a line to indicate which thing in the picture was a pup. But I, I agree, it's a good puppy. So okay. I'm not going to give you my art director feedback on that. I'm going to leave that one actually. Okay. But if you need, if you need someone for your next project to do, like you know, just like some some yeah. you don't want, look just like a yeah, six-year-old. Great. Well, I've I've got your emails. Yeah, so we can talk after. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Can you uh, roll us up? All right. Complies are compliments, and concretes are constructive criticisms. And if you if you if you uh, follow us on Twitter and you uh, interact with us on Twitter, hey, you guess what? You've been you've been you might get one. So let's, I forget, sometimes I forget words I need for the, it doesn't matter. All right. So we're going to use a random number generator and see who gets a complete and concrete today. Are you doing the, there it is. And it, well, it ended before I was ready. Uh, hey, congratulations to Ke- at KA guy 42, Kevin. What was that? It's a bike bill. Celebratory. That's Okay, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Kevin, on your bike bell celebration. Uh, and thank you for uh, uh, interacting with us on Twitter and being cool. It's World is 20 Guy, and we are we are really almost out of complex conquerors here, so this might be a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Uh, here is your complete natural goalie. Natural goalie? Wow. You might not know this because maybe you haven't spent any time playing uh, football, but... Hey. Right, I'm trying to be respectful. Um, I think oh, when I was a kid, I thought for sure I was a natural goalie, and then I played goal, and I was like, oh. <laughs> and our goals were right on top. Like there was a field, and then it kind of went down into a ditch. So every time the ball got past me, which was every time, I had to run down a hill to get the ball and bring it back. 
Oh, there was no net in that goal? There was no net. Well, no. There was no net. And then also a lot of kids weren't kicking it in the goal. Oh, so it went past But even then, I wasn't really stopped. You know, I just didn't. The ball went past me every time is what I'm saying. I I was a catcher, which is like the baseball version of that. And it was the worst. I had to just always run and get the ball when when I didn't (laughs) catch it. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, natural natural goalie goalie. is pretty exciting. Get out there. Hit the field. See what you got. You're going to impress some people. (laughs) Yeah. It's your new All thing right, now. Let's see. Little constructive criticism, no big deal. Something to keep in mind. Hey. Uh no superpowers. Yeah. The goalie thing is pretty good, but it's not a superpower. <laughs> so. I think a lot of people uh hope, hey, maybe I have a superpower, you know, maybe I I just haven't been in the right situation. Yeah, you, you know? always wonder, right? Maybe if I was yeah. in the right frame of mind, I actually can do this cool thing. But yeah. you, you don't. But that's okay. Most yeah, people wonder don't. But no now more. You, just know you, don't you don't have any superpowers. You can move on to better things in your life. Yeah, that pressure is off. You don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so thank you for listening and hanging out with us. And yeah. uh, thanks to everybody for listening and hanging out with us in this very special episode. Yeah. And thanks, thanks to Harry for me. hanging out with us. You can- it's very exciting to see you read the book. It's very, very, very fun. <laughs> it's it's a blast. You can find Harry's stuff at harry-illustration.com, and it's Harry is spelled H-A-R-I, uh, or on yeah. Twitter the at, cool way. at Harry Draws, right? I'm just like everywhere on the internet, Harry Draws. Right. Yeah, the at Harry Wherever Draws. You go, I'm probably there. The Etsy <laughs> shop at Harry Draws is so good. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah, I was just looking We're at your t-shirts. Etsy shop for the first time earlier, and those t-shirts, there's some t-shirts on there that can, are going to change my whole. And stickers my whole life i think um yeah the stickers are really cool go check it out uh (laughs) and thank you yes thank you harry so so much for being here for this (laughs) it was really fun to do it was really fun uh to have you on and i guess next week we'll go back under the sea yeah unless we i mean maybe we can come up with something else to to (laughs) put it off save that off a little bit well you know what we have an election in a couple of days and who knows who knows what's gonna happen next week yeah maybe it'll all just be a pile of uh burnt ash so come back next week to either hear us under the sea or just to smell the sulfur um (laughs) until then everybody just do your best to take care of yourselves Mm. and uh take care to keep your business drier than yourselves 